Welcome to Voices from the Street, the radio ministry of the Sacramento Union Gospel Mission. Prepare your heart for laughter and tears as we share the unpolished stories of the homeless and hurting, hope and transformation. Here is your host, Director of the Union Gospel Mission, Pastor Tim Lane. I thank you guys for joining us, and I really do wish you a very Merry Christmas. And, you know, as I drove into the radio station today and I talked to the folks that were here, I know there is a, there's kind of a pall over the air. There's kind of this shroud that is permeating the season and the uh, one like we've probably not seen in our lifetimes. You know, it was possibly it was like that during World War II or whatever, but this is a whole new thing. Uh, churches are shutting down or having to operate differently. And we can't go shopping in the malls. We can't do any of those things. And, and the sad part is that our whole way of life is being completely altered. And I guess one of the questions I have is, is it for a season? Is it for this year? Is it the new way things are always going to be? Are the beaches always going to be empty and the malls always going to be devoid of people? And it led me to think about all the people out there on the street. And so I want to let you know what we're trying to do for some of the homeless folks that are out there and uh, some of the things the mission is going. And I know that this time of year, it, it can be one of the most lonely times of the year. If you've suffered the loss of a loved one or you're, heaven forbid, out on the street or away from home or maybe maybe a mom or a dad has passed away or somebody is sick in your family and it turns the joy of this year, of this holiday season, into something else. Unfortunately, this whole coronavirus thing has also turned this season into something else. With the social distancing and the having to Zoom for families or FaceTime or whatever it is that you're doing, so many people are are not going to be able to get together or whatever the case is, and uh, it's sad. It's truly sad. Uh, it's hard to escape this feeling that, you know, our lives are, are changed. But the one and the very most important thing is to remember that Jesus Christ is the same today, yesterday, and tomorrow, and that no matter what our situations look like, whether we're locked in our homes, locked in a jail cell, uh, away from home or just away from loved ones, or if we've lost someone, that God has promised never to leave us and to never forsake us. And I think that's more than just uh, something that is nice to hear. It needs to permeate throughout our whole being so that we can truly have joy this time of year. You know, I, I think of Mary and Joseph as they traveled. And, you know, there's a couple of songs out there that are just poignant in their portrayal of, of what it must have been like traveling away from home to go to the senses, cold and lonely and dark and, and fearful and all those things. And yet that little one that Mary carried was the light of the world. Can you imagine that? If you're an unbeliever out there today, you probably think it's just silly superstition. 
But if you are a believer and and you truly go to the Lord on your knees in repentance and his grace is showered over top of you, then that journey that Mary and Joseph made and that babe that came into the world to set men free from their sins of bondage, it's a glorious thing. You know, we wonder how it is every religion out there tries to work its way to heaven. And the sad part is that you can never be good enough, strong enough, or do enough things on your knees to be qualified for heaven. But that little babe, born in a manger all those years ago, came to set men free, to give us grace instead of works, to give us life instead of death, and to give us freedom instead of bondage. And so even in these times when we start to feel like we're overwhelmed by being shut down, he has come to bring us freedom. The one thing we can never do is let that go. We can't acquiesce and, and not get the word of God out to the lost and to the dying world because even if they're saved from COVID, to live a life without Christ is death. And so the churches need to get that message out. The mission needs to get that message out. We are trying to help the homeless to light up the mission, to make sure that they understand that when we give them the hot meal, when we give them clothing, when we give them all these things, that there's something else that they can get that's of far greater wealth, and that's the love of Jesus Christ. I, I sometimes feel at a loss because I know how much God means to me. I know that once I was lost in my sins and my transgressions, I know that I had no hope in this world, and the Father called me to his side. And in repentance and in faith, I came before the altar of God, and he redeemed my soul. He gave me a path that is a journey I never want to be off of. Whether I'm doing well financially or or impoverished, whether I am sick or I am well, whether I am alone or I am with many, I want to always carry in my heart that God has delivered me. I want that for you too. As many of you know, I lost my wife a few months ago, and those can be lonely times. But the light of that little babe that lay in a manger over 2,000 years ago has light, lights up my life, keeps me going, and gives me a purpose. And if I am sad about anything, I'm sad for those that will leave this world and never know the love of Jesus Christ, and yes, unfortunately, will go to a place much worse than this. It's, it's old-fashioned to talk about, but just because it's old-fashioned doesn't mean it's not real. Sin has grabbed hold of our world. It's rocking it to its foundations, and God will someday, at the appointed time, decide to return. I know some of you are laughing at the old pastor 
who still believes in sin, death, and hell, who still believes in the gospel message of repentance and salvation. But I believe in all those things. You know, I'm not trying to get off the subject, but the reality is if you feel like you can just go through life being a good person, you really need to think again. You know, I remember uh, when Nicodemus came to Christ by night and wanted to know how one was saved, and Jesus said that, you know, unless a man be born again, he will never see the kingdom of heaven. And it is the truth then, and it is the truth now. So I wanted to let you know what we are trying to do to reach out for people. And in your churches and in the byways and and places that you go, please remember we have a program that is right now not filled, so we have room for people who need a rehabilitation program. So if you know somebody in need, come tell them to come down and we can talk to them. They can, they can find out what we can do, and we, uh, we will certainly try to help in any way we can, knowing, of course, that it is not us that does anything but Christ who lives in us. So I wanted to tell you some of the good things that are going on at the mission. I just had a woman come. Well, it was actually a, a video conference, and uh, she saw what we were doing. I showed her that we are tr- trying to rehabilitate not only our men, but we're trying to rehabilitate the building as well. It's a very old building, and piece by piece, we're wanting to take off sheetrock, make sure that the wiring is okay, put up new sheetrock, make sure any studs are replaced. And yes, we're doing it all by permit. We're not just going out and doing it. We've done some of the dorms upstairs, and we've done a room for our program men downstairs. And she made an offer of $50,000 and would like to match those funds up to $50,000. So if any of you would like to donate to rehabbing the building, feel free to give us a call at 447-3268. And this isn't a campaign I'm doing right now, but I just want to let you know that if your heart had something in mind like that, this woman will match dollar for dollar up to $50,000. And so that's great. Because we want the building, the old building, where we service the homeless and where the program men are and our meals go out, we want that to be every bit as up-to-date, safe, and secure as the other buildings are. It's not just a superfluous thing where we want it to look better. We want it to be safe, and we want it to have all the things that it needs to have to tell the homeless and the program men that we care about them just as much as administrative buildings. So that's an exciting thing, and we're going to work on those things regardless of donations. Uh, we are we are attempting to do these things a piece at a time. So this time of year, we also decorate the mission with lots of lights, and I think it's particularly important this year because everybody is in such a funk over over the way things are. There's so much gloom and doom and and all those things. And I'm not saying there's not reason to be depressed or gloomy about it. What, What I am saying is let's try not to let it just destroy our holiday. 
So we are going to put mission, uh, we're going to put mission, yeah. We're going to put lights up all over the mission as we do every year. We still feed hot meals every single night. And I got to hand it to our cook, who's also named Tim. And uh, what he does is he asked me, and I think I told you on the show before, but he takes plastic containers and then we put hot meals in there and we give those out to the homeless. And then if there is trash on the street, our guys go out and clean it up. But a lot of the homeless are respectful enough to come and put their stuff away. You know, uh, there's always percentages. There's percentages of homeless people that are disrespectful, that are slothful, that throw their stuff around. But there are those out there, a certain percentage, that are not like that, that are appreciative for the things that are done for them, that do clean up after themselves. I many times see uh, some of the homeless, usually the same kind of uh, same guys, out there picking up trash on their own. Sometimes uh, some of the homeless have come and asked for a broom and a dustpan so they can sweep up on, on the sidewalk. And that's it's good to see that there are still people out there that are doing those type of things. We're still handing out the food boxes for Christmas for working poor families. Maybe they're not even working poor. They're just poor families. But we want them to have the food that they can have a nice holiday season as well. Um, it's different. It's different at the mission than it's ever been before. And uh, I wanted to tell you about that too. We are right now, and I know I told you guys about this a little bit, but we got the equipment in. We've got a big screen TV that uh, we're going to move on a its own movable stand, and we're going to tie it into the broadcast system uh, out on the porch. And so we can't allow the homeless to come in because we can't social distance them. So, But we can still feed them hot meals. And we haven't been able to have messages go out. And so what we did is we got this the equipment to set this up on the porch, and we're getting some messages on thumb drive. And what we're going to do is we're going to broadcast a message every single night out on that porch. And if the people don't want to listen, they're still going to get fed, but there's always going to be that other, per- that other percentage, that remnant of people that want to hear the message and that will be affected by it. And then we can also offer to each one of them our rehab program where they can come in to be the come onto the program and learn about Christ, but learn about their own addiction and praise God come through to the other side because a lot of our men do and go on to lead productive lives. And as you've heard me say before, and I even had it in a commercial, if you're tired of seeing homeless people in the doorways and streets and under the bridges and stuff, one of the best ways to get rid of a homeless person is to make them a functioning part of society. And so nobody has to be a believer to come on to the program, but they're going to hear about Jesus Christ every every moment, which leads me to tell you, I'm not hiding who we are. We love the Lord Jesus Christ and believe the Bible. I am sold out for the cause of Christ. And so if it's politically incorrect, then it's politically incorrect. Because 
I would not deny the name of Jesus Christ under threat of arrest or persecution or death. And so I want you to understand that at the mission, it's not just some charity that we go out asking you for money. Our charity is so that we can function and tell people about Jesus Christ. And I know there's people out there listening right now, they're absolutely aghast that I would be so bold as to say that Jesus Christ is the way, the truth, and the life, and no one comes to the Father but through him. But hear it again. Jesus Christ is the way, the truth, and the life, and nobody comes to the Father but through him. And I want every single one of you to know Christ. And I'm not ashamed of it, and I'm not ashamed of the gospel. I'm not ashamed of the Bible or of Jesus Christ or the mission, or, and I'm grateful for the donors that God has sent our way, those of you faithful individuals who want to help. I'm not coming on to the radio show today to ask you for money. I am Well, I guess I did when I said the matching funds, but my purpose isn't that. My purpose is that you might know what we do, and if we are hated for what we do, then Jesus said, if they hate you, they hated me first. We don't want to alter the message. We don't want to bend the message. We don't want to hide who we are. And so I just want you guys to be absolutely clear. So we're setting up this equipment in hopes that that one, that two, that 10, that 15, that 20 will hear the message of, of hope that Christ has out there. And the Father will draw them, and they will hear with living ears, and God will replace a heart of stone and give them a beating heart of flesh, that they'll repent from their sins and turn to the only place where there is hope, and that's Christ Jesus. And no, I don't say it with any kind of hate. The opposite, only love. Love for the fact that I love Christ and I don't want to see any one of you. I don't care who you are or what you look like. I don't want any of you to miss that day that God calls the redeemed. I don't want any of you to walk into a Christless eternity. I don't want you to die in your sins. I want you to believe and to come with all of us when that time comes. May the name of the Lord God Almighty, Jesus Christ, be praised in every single facet of what we or the true church does. I said to you guys a few uh, weeks ago about 1 Timothy 3, that in the end time there will be, there will be perilous times. And there will be perilous times. And it's not just a physical thing we're talking about, but a spiritual deadness that is just permeating our world at times. We want to move and run so far from God and destroy the foundations and get rid of the Bible and discount it and call it superstition. And yet, in the end, it is the only hope for mankind. So do with what you will with it and understand that, that we're not going to change. I'd rather the doors of the mission close than ever deny the Lord Jesus Christ. So we're doing everything we can to get the gospel message out. 
I know we are feeding people. I don't know that there's any place else feeding hot meals every night. I don't know. Maybe there is, but I don't know of it. We are still getting showers so that the men from the street can come and take care of those needs. And we give the food boxes out to not only working poor, but every week, twice a week, we give out food boxes to poor families and to seniors, people over 65. And so we will continue to do that as long as it is God's will for us to do it. We will continue to do it. Uh, So it may not sound like it, but those are exciting things. It's exciting things to take a mission so old as the building is and, you know, so used as it has been 365 days a year, 24 hours a day, and be able to turn it and rehab it and make it good for another 20, 30, or 40, or 50 years, or however it might be until the Lord returns. My my look and my vision for the mission is that it continues for 25, 35, 45, 50 years, as I said, until the Lord returns. I'm not going to be able to be there in 20 years. But I want it to be safe and sound and secure enough to function way beyond the time that I am there. And I am thankful to God that in all these years, he has given me the ability to be at the mission and that he has put me in charge of that mission, even though I was totally unworthy of being there and and was not equipped. I told the board 15 years ago, there's probably 10,000 people better qualified than I am, but God had brought me there. And he said, those he chooses and sends, he will equip himself. So I'm grateful. I'm grateful to all of you who are donors. We'll be giving out another 100 food boxes for the Christmas period. It could be up to 120 of them. And we don't want to forget all of you who are suffering out there in the same ways of isolation and loneliness and all those things. Because if you think we don't pray for you, we do. If you think I don't pray for you, you're wrong. I know there are hurting people out there. I know there are lonely people out there. I know that you may be away from families and you may have a house and you may have food and you may be secure in that part of it, but your spirit is hurting, and I'm praying for you guys too. The Lord gives us the love of other people, and so we will pray for all of you, and we pray even for those that hate the mission and hate Christ. COVID has done more damage to this country than I can imagine. We're out of time, and I I don't know how to express to you any more than what I've said, but I wish you could feel my heart. I I wish you could know my, my soul for you. I wish you could know the passion and the belief that I have. I wish you could know in your heart of hearts that this isn't just some other rescue mission that it is truly a mission to the lost and that I am nothing more than a missionary that God has placed and given the strength to do even though I'm weak. And so as always, my dearest friends, 
I just ask that God holds you in the palm of his hand till we talk again. God bless you all. You've been listening to Voices from the Street, the radio ministry of the Sacramento Union Gospel Mission. If your heart's been touched and you want to know more about the work of the mission, log on to UGMSAC.com, UGMSAC.com. To donate clothing, food, time, or financial help, call 916-447-3268, 916-447-3268. Thank you so much for listening. Join us again next week at the same time for Voices from the Street.